Hey, I'm Ashley McGee. I'm a health coach, military officer, and military spouse. I'm passionate about helping military women live their happiest and most abundant lives by improving their health. If you're looking for actionable tips and tricks to get healthier while balancing your hectic life, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Healthy Women Warriors podcast. I'm Ashley McGee, and I am here with Lisa Foch to talk about time management, which I am super excited about. This is one of my favorite topics. So Lisa, thank you so much for joining us. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Yeah. Sitting in the sun in Florida on a beautiful day. So can't complain. I was going to ask where you're at. Yeah. Uh, I'm in California, but it's early enough in the morning here that the, uh, the marine layer hasn't burned off yet. So I, uh, yeah. I don't have the sun yet, but I'm sure it will come out. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Beautiful. It's like 78 degrees, no humidity. So good weather day here. Oh man. I didn't know Florida had days without humidity. I didn't either, but there's a cold front and I will take it. Nice. So, um, I want to start just by asking you, you know, tell us a little bit about your background. So I am a virtual health coach, and then I also am a group fitness instructor. Um, so I have a passion for fitness and I've been teaching in the gyms for almost 20 years at this point, but I also have a degree in education. So I've always had a passion for helping people, teaching people, um, and breaking things down in a way that just makes life simpler for them. Um, so I, I taught high school, I taught at the college level, um, and then I went into administration and decided that working 40 and 50 hours a week while raising a family and trying to be a good wife and all those things just didn't work out anymore. So I followed my passion of fitness and I started a virtual health coaching business. Awesome. I love it. Fellow, fellow virtual health coach out there. Um, Yes. Yeah. Uh, That is awesome. So you mentioned you're a group fitness instructor. What uh, classes do you teach? So I have a few different certifications right now. I'm teaching like a cardio and sculpt class. That's the name of it. So a little bit of cardio, a little bit of strength training. And then I also do a Pilates bar yoga hybrid class. Interesting. that's probably my favorite class to teach um, just because, you know, I show people how to become more flexible and how to stretch. But then we also work on those targeted areas for women, you know, the buns and the core, which I feel like most, most women want to work on. So I just teach a couple classes a week at a community gym right now, but it's enough to fill my cup of teaching um, yes. and then also allow me to have enough time to run my business. Yes. Yeah. That's definitely something that, um, I, I miss doing is, is teaching group fitness classes. I, um, I used to teach turbo kick, um, yes. but yeah, it, it's been a while, but like that, that is my soulmate workout. I'm so sad beach body got rid of it. I don't know what they're thinking the best. I, I group fitness is, is my jam for sure. Um, yeah, so we like, we're going to talk about time management because what's the number one excuse people give about getting healthy and working out? They don't have time. (laughs) Exactly. And I'm really excited to learn from you because I like to say that time management is definitely one of my superpowers, but I'm always like looking for more ways to like learn, like how to improve. So, um, what is, I mean, if you want to start with like, what's your general philosophy around time management or like the world is your oyster. So, you know, lead us where you want us, I guess. (laughs) 
Yeah. So I have a couple different philosophies as far as time management goes. Um, and I'll start by saying this, and I'm sure you've heard it before that we all have the same amount of time of the day, right? And it's how you organize your time and what you make a priority that you will accomplish in a day. And so I live and die by my day planner. I'm one of those people that like to write things down and check things off. I live and die by check sheets. I have one with me today. And so I want to talk about a couple of different things that I do. Um, And number one is just kind of that first hour of the day. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's so important for people to structure their first hour of their day so that they're in control of their schedule. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know a lot of moms, for example, who, you know, wait till the kids wake them up. And then the day is just chaos because the kids are in control of the day. And you haven't had the time to pour your own cup first and serve yourself first. And so I'm a huge believer in giving yourself the first hour of the day. So the first thing you've got to do is figure out if you're a mom or if you have to be at work, what time does that start, right? So if your kids get up at seven or you have to be at work at eight, you have to give yourself an extra hour in the morning. So for me, my kids get up at seven. So I'm up at 545 every morning. I mean, six days a week on Sundays, I sleep in, but six days a week, I'm up at 545 because I want to have my teeth brushed, my workout clothes on, and I want to be ready to go at six. So I have the first hour of my day to myself without interruption. Hmm. And I focus on three things in that first hour. Number one, I move my body. So I do a 30 to 40 minute workout six days a week. Um, I'm a huge believer in getting that workout in first thing to number one, give you energy throughout the day. Number two, get your blood flowing. And number three, really just help with overall food control as well. You know, I feel like when I'm active and healthy and working out first thing, I have better choices over my food throughout the day. Definitely. So I take that first hour, 30 to 40 minutes of it is focused on an exercise. I do work out at home in the mornings. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said, I teach at the gym. Sometimes I run, sometimes I take a class, but I do um, some workouts at home first thing in the morning. The second part of that hour is focusing on a little bit of personal development. So I usually I have a book that I'm reading right now. I'm reading Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. Mm. Um, and it's a really great book just to, you know, it talks about how people become successful and what their, you know, uh, traits and characteristics are. And so I take 10 to 15 minutes of that first hour and I read a chapter in personal development because um, I really believe in personal growth. And that's one of the things that, you know, we can always be learning, right? So the last part of my three steps in my first hour is I do journal. I take 10 minutes and I journal kind of what, you know, maybe the previous day looked like, the things that I need to accomplish today. And then I will pull out a to-do list. And so mine happens to be on the back of like a day planner, like a day calendar that you pull off. So on the back of every day... I just make my to-do list for the day. So that includes usually four or five things I need to do for my business and then maybe four or five things that I need to do for my personal life. Mm -hmm. Um, And I find that if I can get my to-do list done, I get my workout done, I get my journaling done, and I get my personal development done, then the rest of my day is in my control. And I cross things off as I get them done. I love that. Um, And they're like... I feel like you and I are such kindred spirits. I'm like, yes, yes, definitely. 
So I think we've all been there where we know we need a reset. We know we want to feel better, but we don't really know where to start. And it can be overwhelming, which is why I made my guide, Five Ways to Immediately Improve Your Health. This guide will help you improve your eating, fitness, and sleep in less than 10 minutes. And you'll learn how to create healthy habits out of each tip. So if you're ready for a little bit of a reset and to get started, go to ashleymcgee.com slash coaching and grab your free guide. It's interesting this like, you know, we're recording this at the time of COVID stuff still. And I, I think Florida may be a little bit more open, but like, I know yes. I'm definitely still teleworking um, for my Navy job. But one of the things I did when this stuff started is, you know, I maybe had like a couple days where I was like, I don't need to get up at my normal time. I'll sleep in. But I very quickly went back to my normal routine because yes. I needed the structure. Yeah. And, yeah. It's, it's funny. Like, and that was like a big part of like maintaining sanity. It's just like maintaining my structure. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm a person that obviously lives by having a schedule and writing things down and, you know, events and looking forward to them. So it was, a, it was challenging mentally, not having things to put on the calendar, but I had to control what I could control. And that was, I could still have my normal routine and my normal schedule, even though my kids were home and I had to homeschool them, you know, even though my husband was home and I'm used to him traveling four days a week, yeah. I still had, no matter what happened the rest of the day, I still had that first hour to mm-hmm. myself to at least start my day the right way. Yes. I love it. Yeah. No, I, um, I have a definitely a similar setup. I tend to, uh, energy like, so with like workouts, I found that I'm the type of person that I feel better if I work out later in the day. I do do early morning workouts if I can't like, cause I schedule my workouts, like everything else, right. You gotta schedule it. Right. Um, but like I'll schedule it in the morning if I know I can't get it done later in the day, but I'm usually like more of a lunchtime worker outer. Oh yeah. 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 Those are words. Um, <laughs> yes. but, um, so for me, like for that first hour of the morning, um, what I do it, like I fit in my meditation there. Um, yes. yeah. So I, and again, it, it's that generating energy, you know, like Brendan Burchard's like high performance habits. I feel like we just like ticked off like four of them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I squeeze in a little meditation too. I have a, like a vision written out. And so I'll read, I'll read through that vision and it involves like some affirmations and, you know, just giving myself a minute to kind of let that sink in and start the day. I love it. So then tell me like, you know, given that you have a physical calendar and I, I have the same, like, like a day planner, I imagine you probably do some time blocking. Yes. So how do you, how do you use that in your, in your schedule? So another thing, once you, you know, once you get that kind of first hour of your day created, um, I definitely time block throughout the week Mm -hmm. and I'm someone who likes to front load my week. Mm -hmm. So I like to do more activity kind of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Mm -hmm. so that I can let my foot off the gas a little bit, you know, later in the week. Mm -hmm. And so I have a few different buckets that I work from. And so I have my personal bucket, you know, which is always that first hour of my day. Mm-hmm. Um, I do schedule self-care. So every week I do one thing for myself. Sometimes it's a pedicure, sometimes it's a massage, sometimes it's a walk alone on the beach. 
but I try to make sure that I give myself at least an hour of self-care every week as well. Um, but the other buckets that I fill is I always look at my work week first and what I need to accomplish. So I have to look at the calendar and see if, you know, there are any events coming up, if there's anything that I need to, you know, do trainings on. Um, and so I schedule my workday first and like today I have a babysitter so that I can be away and focused because I'm a firm believer in like, if you're going to dedicate the time to your work then you need to be focused on work. Because it's not, I don't personally want to be on my phone and working when it's family time. Right. And so when the kids are in school, it's a lot easier because you know they're in school from eight to three. And so you can kind of work and plan your day. And then it's, you know, 3.30 to 7.30 is family time. Mm -hmm. So you've got to figure that out first. You've got to figure out, you know, what are my work hours? When am I working, right? Whether you are working your full-time job, whether it is a side business that you're working and really dedicate that to work and then breaking that down further into what are the action items that I need to do. And for me, when I'm working, it has to be income producing activities. You know, Mm -hmm. those, those are my first priority. So I want to make sure that the first hour, I try to work about three hours a day. That first hour is all about, you know, relationship building or income producing activities. And then the second hour will be more of, you know, the fun stuff like graphic arts or creating pretty images or doing a training or listening to a podcast and just kind of knocking out some work, maybe doing an email. So that time block of work is the first thing I do. And then the second thing I do is time block out time for the family. And so for me, I turn my phone off every day. It's a little different now that it's summer, but through the school year from 3.30 to 7.30, my phone is off. So people can message me all they want, but I'm not going to respond until my kids go to bed at 8 or 8.30. And most of the people I work with understand that and they know that. I mean, I even do a lot of live cooking videos like around 6, 6.30 and I'll get them up and I'll interact for about five minutes and then that phone is right off. Um, because I want to be present for my kids. I don't want my kids to see me on my phone all the time. They understand that when I'm on my phone, I'm working and I'm fortunate enough to work for myself and from home and from my phone. And so they have to be respectful of that. And then I also am a firm believer in making time for fun. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, I even schedule in fun into my calendar. So I know if there's an Yeah. If there's an event on the weekend or I'll try to plan a date night with my husband, we right now, since because of COVID, we've had to make reservations at our pools and our water parks just to keep the capacity down, which is absolutely fine. But it's still for me, scheduling and time blocking and making sure that we're, you know, getting our fun in as well. You know, trying to, at least on paper, have that balance of work, family time and fun. So the day again, so you're in control of your day and that's mostly, you know, trying to at least on paper have that balance of work, family time and fun. Mm -hmm. Um, So the day again, so you're in control of your day and that's mostly what I think, you know, the purpose of time blocking is, is so that you have control, you know, where you need to be, you know, what time you're working and you know what time to shut it off and engage with your family or go have a little fun. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I, I noticed for me right now, right now, so my husband is deployed in the middle East <laughs> and I, I just moved to like where I'm at and, 
California um, end of December. So I think we had like a few months to make like a handful of friends <laughs> before everything shut down. Um, yeah. But, you know, being like teleworking with, for my Navy job and then being alone in this house with my cat. Um, yes. I started to realize and like not being able to go out the relationship piece of it and the fun piece, I started to kind of let slip yes. to the point where I was just like working all the time, like working my business all the time. Um, right. And so I, I had to have that realization, like, <laughs> I need to schedule myself some rest. I need to schedule myself some fun. And then I started having like basically social distance buddies where I'm like, we're both teleworking. We're both not going anywhere. I'm not worried about getting infected from you. So like, can we come, like, can you come drink wine with me and we'll just hang out and watch a movie? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Cause especially as an ex, I don't, I used, I kind of assume you're either, you're probably an extrovert. You seem very extroverted like people. Yes. Um, yes. yeah. And I think that's probably been the most difficult part of this for me is just not being around people. And as much as, yes. as much time I spend on zoom, it doesn't, doesn't quite cut it. <laughs> and I agree. I'm the same way. And I think, you know, extroverted people have had a really difficult time with COVID and being home and everything. Yeah. I know I personally did too. And that's when I really just had to dive in and say, okay, what, how can I control the schedule? What can I do? You know, what can we do as a family that is fun? So Florida is a little more lax, I will say. <laughs> and we're, we're pretty much open now at full capacity with precautions, of course. But, mm-hmm. you know, something fun that we did is our neighborhood brought in food trucks. Oh. And so we would do like a once a week family food truck night, um, you know, to try to support a local business. So we would, you know, drive our golf cart or walk down to the food truck. And that was a family fun activity where we, you know, play a game or we'd watch a movie or, you know, we try to just get a few things that seemed normal into our routine, but it was, it was challenging, you know, cause I too found myself several times in my phone, just working, working, working. And I had to remind myself that, you know, like you're, my kids are going to remember this, you know, they're going to remember being homeschooled. They're going to remember how present I was. And so I took it as a sign to kind of slow down a little bit and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I totally agree. I, I do want to ask you, so a lot of my audience is active duty military still, right? Yeah. And with that, and just by nature, we have a little bit less control over our lives and our schedules, you know, especially with deployments or, uh, there are a lot of people that like they stand duty on watch floors. And so they'll, they will alternate rotations between like daytime and nighttime watches. So with that in mind, what advice do you have to still kind of improve that, that balance and that time management? Cause I think that's something that's so lacking in the military community is balance in the face of not really having a lot of control over your schedule. Right. Right. I mean, I think it all comes down to your available time. I mean, obviously if you're working a 12 hour shift, you still need adequate sleep, mm-hmm. you know, but even if you're sleeping eight hours, working 12 hours, you still have a couple hours of wiggle room, you know? And I think the first thing you always have to do is take care of yourself, you know? And that's why you don't need to be at the gym for two hours you know, you can get a great workout in from home 30 minutes a day, you know, four or five, six days a week. So I think just taking a look at the available time that you have, you know, and figuring out a schedule that will work for you, 
mm-hmm. you know, and figuring out how you can fit in some type of exercise. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be a fitness program. It can be walking, it can be running, it can be yoga, it can be something you enjoy. Um, and then even just fitting in the personal growth, maybe on your commute to and from work, listening to a podcast, you know, it doesn't always have to be a, you know, I'm just someone who loves turning the pages in books. I write in my books, I circle things, um, just to go back to them later for inspiration, but you can fit personal growth time in on your commute. When I worked outside of the house, that's what I did. Cause I was in the car an hour each way and I had to do something to fill that gap, you know? So I think for folks who don't have much control over their schedule, again, just getting back to that one hour per day that maybe you can control wherever that is before your shift or after your shift or however that plays in your day, you've got to take care of yourself first because you'll be amazed at, you know, how other things in your life start to work easier. You know, life seems a little easier when you are in control. And a lot of that comes from taking care of yourself first Mm -hmm. through, you know, physical exercise, through personal growth, you know, mental, physical, emotional, it's the whole package. Mm -hmm. So, so I I can, I can hear, I hear it in my head. Right. And I know that you're a mom. So let's talk then, you know, about when you're taking care of yourself first, Oh, but wait, I can't because I'm a mom. I have responsibilities to my family. You know, if I take care of myself, it's selfish. You know, let's, let's talk about some of that guilt and unpack that a little bit. Cause I know I, I have to imagine that you see that in your clients a lot. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I get it. Mom guilt is real and it's a real thing. I do, you know, no matter what you are not going to be, in my opinion, productive, you know, as a parent and give your best as a parent, as a wife or, you know, a spouse or a significant other, whomever it may be, if you are not taking care of yourself, you know, your mental health is going to suffer. You know, you've got to get, you know, people ask me all the time, how do I do it? I mean, I sleep seven or eight hours a night. I still get up an hour before everybody else. I still work for three to four hours per day. I still have, you know, like you can get it all done, You just have to make it a priority. You know, like I was saying before, even if you work, I used to work eight to five. I had to leave my house at seven. I had to be, you know, start getting ready by six or 6.30, which meant I had to get up at five, you know, when I was working outside of the house because I had to do it and my kids were still sleeping. So I wasn't missing out on time with them. So yeah, sometimes there has to be a a short-term sacrifice, but the reward is so much worth it you know, it's, it's worth it to make that sacrifice to put yourself first because you'll be amazed. I, I sleep so much better when I'm physically active, when I'm getting exercise in, I don't have a problem sleeping when I don't exercise. I don't sleep well. Um, when I'm eating healthy, I mean, I don't eat healthy all the time. I love donuts. I love all things Mexican, but 80% of the time I eat clean, healthy food. And if you follow that kind of guideline, you get the physical exercise in, you know, you just have to make it a priority. And I know the mom guilt is real, but trust me, try it. You know, you don't have to get up a whole hour before everyone right now, today, day one, but back it up 15 minutes at a time, you know, start small, back it up 15 minutes and read a chapter of personal development to get your mind going first thing in the morning. Maybe the next week you back it up 30 minutes and you get that workout in from home you know, and then in two or three weeks, now you've got that full hour of time that you can devote to yourself, physical, emotional, 
and mental health. And then you can be a good mom, a good spouse, or a good employee, you know, because you're taking care of yourself first. Yeah. I love that. And I, I mean, I think that's a great, great place to end. Do you have any, anything else that you wanted to talk about with, with regards to time management? Um, anything that we missed? I don't think so. I think, you know, just again, a few baby steps go a long way, you know, control that first hour of your day, you know, start there, maybe get yourself a day planner, right? Or if not, post-it notes work just fine um, to start scheduling out your day and really focus on, you know, looking inward and how can you grow as a person, you know, and, and devoting that first hour of the day, taking control of your schedule a little more. Um, time blocking your day and just being, you know, an overall more productive human so that you can be a better mom, wife, spouse, employee, whatever it may be. Yes. Oh, I love it. Okay, Lisa. So where can people find you if they would like to learn more from you? So on Instagram, I am at Lisa Fote, but it looks like Fought, F-O-U-G-H-T. Um, and then I'm on Facebook. It's Lisa McIntyre. Oh, yes, I still have my maiden name in there, but um, I have a lot of followers from my early days in my hometown. So I want to make sure people can find me. And so those are the two main places I hang out on social media, on Facebook and on Instagram. I share daily, a little bit of inspiration. I do live cooking videos. I do some IGTVs. So I try to share as much as I can um, to give people healthy ideas. Um, a little bit of inspiration and hopefully, you know, help them get inspired to start living a healthy and happy life. I love it. Awesome. Well, Lisa, thank you so much. This episode was just like full of knowledge and wisdom, and I know people are going to get a ton of value out of it. So I really appreciate you sharing and your time. And thank you. yeah, no, this was super fun. Well, uh, that completes this episode. So uh, until next time, everyone, go out and live your healthiest and most abundant life. You've just finished another episode of the Healthy Women Warriors podcast. If you like the show, can you do me a favor? Go rate and review it. I would really appreciate it. And once you do, post a picture and tag at Ash McGee Coach so I can shout you out. Talk to you next week.